This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Spoiler alert. What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Episode number 377 of What Did You Watch This Week? My name is Mike. And my name is John. 377, that is 29 baker's dozens. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to get in on that. <laughs> nice. Nice. Do the math. So uh, just for an update for everybody, as Mike mentioned last week, we're recording this week. It is the 19th. We're actually a day late because... Uh, there was a massive wind and rainstorm in Maine yesterday. Uh, any of you who are listening from Maine know what we're talking about. But, yeah, there's power outages everywhere, including Mike's house. Um, I still don't have power at my house. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the only real advantages that I have of living on literally the main avenue of Augusta, the state capital, is that we almost never lose power. And if we do, it's never for one like an hour. Um, I live on the corner of Pine Street and Washington Ave. Washington oh. Ave does not have power. Pine Street has power. Oh, see, Pine I was going to ask. Always has power. Like we lose power in Washington Ave. Pine Street never seems to lose power. It's That's, very frustrating. That is very frustrating. We uh, we went out last night. I will say this, dude. We were like, hey, let's get out of the house. You know, the winds died down. We need to pick up a few things at Target. We drove up Western Ave. Um, Wendy's. You know, Wendy's on Western Ave. The line for the drive-thru went back all the way up through past that Sunrise Bagel that used to be uh, Little Caesars. Yeah. Like three or four cars past that. That was how long the Wendy's line was. Uh, McDonald's was the entire right lane of Western Ave all the way down to the Armory Lights. Holy shit. Yeah. Like everybody was just uh, – Burger King was the same way. Like people were wrapped around out into Western Ave to get into Burger King. And you know how there is you have to like pull into the parking lot and go yes. around. So yep. people without power were like, we can't cook. We can't feed ourselves. We're going to a fast food restaurant. And I feel bad for those workers. We have a gas stovetop. So mm-hmm. we just cooked on the stovetop. My mom's the same way. You know, she's got the propane. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's bad. The Sam's Club, uh, the movie theater, Barnes and Noble, all without power last night. No parking lot lights yeah. or anything. Yeah, no, we um, we went to bed at like seven. <laughs> that, but I get it. Like, what are you gonna do in this right. day and age? Like it was, it's dark out. We had flashlights, but you don't know how long the powers are gonna be out. I really, I couldn't even lay and couldn't even sit and read. Yeah, it's just too yeah too awkward to like hold the light and try to read. And I have old person eyes apparently. So candles? Do you have any candles or? We don't actually. We do have. We did have a hurricane lantern that we had on. Oh wow! You know, old school old school oil lantern there. But um, no, nah, it was fine. We were just like, let's just go to bed. We were all just kind of like the three of us. So we went up. I had inflated an air mattress for Wesley. He slept on the floor in our room and. Did you do that manually? 
No, I have one that plugs into the vehicle and the cord's oh. long enough that I was able to go on the sun porch. So I blew nice. it up on the sun porch. But like, um, yeah, yeah. It was just in the fact that it's so warm and we still don't have, we haven't had power for 25 hours now. So our fridge is gone. Oh, shit. You know? Oh, so you lost it early yesterday. Yeah, like 1030 in the morning. Oh, I thought you lost it in the evening. Yeah. No, we lost it yesterday morning. Dang. So like right now, Kate's at her mother's house because they have power over there. Um, but yeah, basically we are our our um yeah, it sucks. You're reminding me, yeah. Um, the nice thing, I mean, air quotes, nice thing is that since it was just wind and rain, um, you know, we're not dealing with ice, snow, frozen ground. Well, so that, it's, that's the thing. It's 60 degrees outside. Yeah. You know, if it was below freezing, we could put our refrigerator stuff outside and we'd still have it, but then it, right. it'd be below freezing in the house. So like it would be below freezing in the house and it would be harder for the line crews to fix stuff. Cause you know, yeah. everything's icy and snowy. Um, right now though, they're dealing with record highs of the rivers, you know, river streams are all flooding. Yeah. Parking lots are washing out. One of my uh, coworkers sent me pictures. She is in one of those yeah. scummy apartments up in Waterville. Yeah. And she sent me pictures where the water's up to people's doors in the parking lot. Well, it's supposed to drop below freezing tonight, so they need to get their asses in gear and get the power restored because oh, shit. realistically, like CMP in my opinion dropped the ball on this because they <laughs> yeah. did no work overnight. <clears throat> Absolutely zero work overnight. They waited for the morning. Yeah. Because they were like, like, oh the wind might still be blowing. The wind was done at seven o'clock. Yeah, the governor, like our our initially my kids' schools did a two hour delay because they figured CMP would work through the night and have the power up and running. Uh-huh. And they had to cancel school because come morning, they hadn't done shit. Um, and the governor even delayed the opening of the state for a couple hours and then eventually closed the state because CMP hadn't done shit. And yeah. in our MEMA meeting with them on Sunday, they were like, we got, oh, we got we got our full crews in. Everyone's prepared. We have 80 crews from Canada already in the state. We're yeah. ready to go. Da, 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 da. Apparently to sit around and do absolutely nothing. Oh, they were they were out at the restaurants last night. You know, they so, were feeding themselves and they, yeah. they said, you know, we're not working on power lines, but we'll take care of some of the trees and stuff. We're helping move trees off the road. No, they didn't do shit. Yeah. As, as a 911 dispatcher who was in this center yesterday, getting inundated with calls. I know for a fact that they didn't do shit. Well, they don't need to anymore because we just had that big vote and they got to stay on, you know, the, the measure was voted down to have the government led one, which would have been a mess anyway. We all know that it would have been a huge mess, but we, uh, you know, we voted it down so they get to stay on and basically act with impunity. So yeah, they're gonna fuck off. Yeah. You can hear me now. I can. Okay. So anyways, but that being said, we're here to talk about shows and movies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so as I said before we hit record, I have not caught up on Quantum Leap yet. I don't, how many episodes am I behind now? Two. Okay. But I think it's on break now. So yeah. So I'll I'll catch up. That that won't take me very long to catch up. I just just been busy. This last one was very interesting. Um, you'll see once you watch yeah. it. But yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of family stuff over the weekend and just 
didn't watch a lot of stuff. Sure. Uh, but we did watch Fargo, the wife and I. Still going good? I'm really enjoying this season. Um, I am infuriated with the main character because, like, she comes from an abusive household and she went on the run to hide from her abusive husband who's also the sheriff of this county and he's not a really good sheriff at all he's very crooked and is this um, juno temple yes and john Hamm's the crooked sheriff and like she's not telling people what's going on she's still refusing to let people know what's happening who they clearly would be on her side but she's obviously that whatever mental abuse he put her through is preventing her from sharing what's going on and it's honestly very frustrating gotcha very frustrating for me but i'm still enjoying the show thoroughly um yeah uh we didn't watch murder at the end of the world haven't watched the most recent episode i put it on in the background got about halfway through it and then just didn't care anymore yeah, uh, and and we haven't watched. We didn't watch any cold case this week. It's just been a really weird week. I mean, last Monday we recorded. Tuesday I had evening shift. Uh, Wednesday's AEW night, and then Thursday we watched a show, and the big kids were over, and we watched uh, uh, a couple of Christmas specials, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday we were busy, and then last night no power. So okay, yeah, I, Sunday uh, after our family gathering, Johnny and I watched a couple movies. So all I have left to talk about is movies and trailers. Um, so Julia put on a Netflix limited series called Inventing Anna. And it's based on a real story of this girl who basically went to jail for defrauding people. And it's still it like they weren't sure if she really was an heiress who was uh you know, just uh, entitled asshole, or if she was a con woman. Um, It's very interesting. Anna Chlumsky is playing the reporter who's trying to get the story about her. Oh, my Uh, girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So we've watched two episodes of that. It's interesting. It's a limited series, so, you know, it's finite. Uh, We threw on Upload last night because we were looking for something light to watch, and we watched the first episode of season three, picked up right where the last one left off, had a good recap, you didn't even watch season two yet, did you? I have not, but I just remembered I did watch a, a new sh- a show that came back. I yes, forgot. You did. Yes, yes you I watched. Yes, I watched it Thursday night. That's I'm like I'm trying to think what did I do Thursday. <clears throat> I watched it Thursday night after the kids went to bed and I stayed up late. W- would that be Reacher? That would be Reacher season two, the first three episodes. Yeah. Huge fan. I did you watch them? Yes. Yes. I thought they were fantastic. They they were equal for me. They were equal parts fantastic and fucking ridiculous. Yes. Like yes. there is there's some stuff. Julie and I were watching it. And like we go, oh that's so cool. And then the next thing be like that would never fucking happen. Um, yes. It, there's so much in here that is dumb, and there's so much in here that is just fucking fun as hell. Hey, like, Alan Richson <coughs> plays Reacher perfectly. It's one of the most realistic uh, book to TV screen or movie screen character transitions I've ever seen as far as like the portrayal, the look, the, 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 the attitude, the, just everything about it. I think it's, I love it. It's fantastic to me. Yes. And he is awesome anyway. Like Alan Richson is a really yeah. cool guy. Um, yes. I th- did I send you that clip from the inside you podcast where he basically talks about his struggles with bipolar and, um, 
Inside You is an amazing podcast. Anyway. I don't it's recall. You might have, and I didn't watch it, maybe. I don't recall that. Yeah, but he talks about how he, he does his best to use his bipolar to fuel the characters that he portrays. Um, but yeah, this show, this is a popcorn show. This is an 80s action movie in modern times. Yes. Um, the, the It's based on books that Lee Childs, who did these books, he obviously over-explained some things to show that he researched stuff. And yeah. then there's some scenes that are just absolutely ridiculous. Like the, the interrogation in the police station, you know, when he stands up and he's like, yeah, you talk tough when I'm cuffed. And the cop walks over, like uncuffs him and then stares him right in the eye and goes, I ain't no crooked cop. Well, no, what does he say? He's like, I don't take envelopes. You hear yeah. me? I'm like, this is so bad, but it's so I know, good. but it was so great at the same time. <laughs> exactly. I love like this. Th- this season is about it's a team. It's, it's reaching a team that he had in the army mm-hmm. and they're getting picked off one by one. Yeah. And they're trying to determine why. And uh, Robert Patrick's the bad guy. Did you, by the way, did you catch that line in the first episode when they were like, his toady was calling in and he was like, yeah, they're holed up at this hotel. She's under the name Sarah Connor. And he's like, oh, okay, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, who's Sarah Connor? No, he, he's goes, under I the don't name, know. Yeah, he's under the name whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he's like, Patrick's like Sarah Connor. I don't know who that is. Well, he explains with the other, like, well, he said, well, the other, th- that this name is this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was and like, he's a just like, star okay, well, then who's like Sarah that. Connor? And he's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. Um, for those that don't know, Sarah Connor was, you know, Linda John Connor's mom from the Terminator, and Robert Patrick played the Terminator T1000 and Terminator 2, so. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. It's it, like you said, it's a popcorn show. It's an eighties action show. There's they, it's just, it's simple, fun. It's enjoyable as hell to watch. Like yep. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't dislike anything about it, even when no. it's ridiculous. No. And the funny thing was like, when it was coming back, I saw that it was coming back and I was like, Oh, Reacher's coming back. And Julia was like, Oh, do we have to watch that? And I was like, I'll watch it by myself. That's fine. Yeah. She's like, good. And then as we got closer to it, I was like, I'm going to be watching Reacher. And she's like, ah, I'll watch it with you. And then we got into it. She goes, why was I, why didn't I want to watch this? This is fun. Why, why am I? Yeah. Like, but it is, it's dumb in some places, yeah. but it's fun. Yeah. Dumb. It's not dumb right. as in like, why would they do that? Yeah. It's like when the police pull him over, he's like, you guys wait here. And he's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm going to take a nap till, the, till that, that detective shows up. Yes. Like, when he was like, sleep when you can. I have a feeling I'm about to get arrested, but it's going to take a long time. I did like his little exchange right after that, though, where he's like, hey, you went to Rutgers, right? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, this guy's my lawyer. And he's like, uh, if you separate us during transport, then it violates his rights. And the cop's like, absolutely none of that is true. Uh, damn, in the Rutgers. This is what I get for pulling somebody from the 19th ranked law school in the United States. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I really dig the show. It's like you said, it's I don't. I don't take it for seriousness. I watched or... a TikTok. It was hilarious. This guy's like, um, there's a show on right now that you should be watching. Like, if you're going home for the holidays and you want to talk to your dad about something, talk to him about Reacher. Because I'm sure he's seen Reacher. Reacher is a show about a man who is exceptionally large. 
And he goes around the country helping to right wrongs using his largeness. So anytime he finds himself in a scrape, he gets through it with the power of being bigger than everybody else. He just went off for like three minutes and that was it. His whole solution is being bigger than everyone else. But like he, he, he kills a lot of people in this one. Yes, he does. Like he's killing a lot of people and it's because they're, they're killing his team. Yeah. So they're just obstacles to him. Yep. I do like though. They, they made note of certain things like the whole toothbrush thing, you know, when, He got his toothbrush snapped in half, and he's like, now I own nothing. And they yeah. all kind of rip on him. He's like, all you need is a, what did he say, a stick and a, um, the, the hobo bag. Yeah. Uh, but he named it. Or uh, they were going through the second office of one of the teammates, and they picked up, you know, he picked up, um, somebody picked up the picture, the group photo that they had. And Julia literally goes, oh, my God, do they all have that framed photo? And literally two seconds later, Richie goes, what, do you all have that framed photo? He's like, am I the only one that doesn't have this? And they're like, yeah, because you don't have anything. Yeah, you don't or have like they're talking about themselves, Or they're talking amongst themselves. It's just like, geez, bro. Uh, um, yeah, he's just like, geez, and crow. My commanding officer wears used underwear. Yeah. I didn't even get this. <laughs> like, I just, I do like how they shit on his lifestyle of, of uh-huh. his very minimalist lifestyle. Which, there's a difference between minimalist and fucking drifter. And this guy is yeah, a drifter. he's a drifter, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, when they were talking about the suite, he's like, no, Motel will do fine. They're like, hey, if somebody wants to comp a suite, you take the suite. We'll get a park bench brought up there so that you can sleep on it and be comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, no, I, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I, uh, I look, I'm looking forward to the future episodes. There's only five more. I mean, it's going to be finished up by January 19th, so. Yeah. Um, we only watched one of the show and that was to finish up school spirits. Yeah. Which it is getting a second season. Uh, I I'm going to like, I, I don't know how else to do this, but I am giving you like an ultimatum dude. You have to watch this show. I can promise okay. you coming from somebody who, you know, you remember me with the village coming from somebody who just like reads signs, reads, you know, predicts these shows, Wherever you think it's going, it's not. I promise you that. This show blew my mind. It is so well done. It kept me on the edge of my seat through the whole thing. It's eight episodes. They're about 45 minutes each. Seriously, we're off the next two weeks. Find time to watch this show start to finish and tell me that you don't absolutely fucking love it at the end. This was a highlight for me, a surprise highlight. I'll see what I can do. It's on... Like I said, it's a Paramount Plus original, but it's also on Netflix now, so you can check it out either place. I saw some dumbass clickbait headline that, like, Zach Snyder says, Zach Snyder says, uh, what it would take him to to finish his DC universe, and what it was is Netflix to get the rights to the characters. <laughs> well, no shit. Well, that and a lobotomy, I think, would help. <sighs> Anyhow. Uh, movies. Movies. I got four. I got three five. Re- I got three r- reruns. But before we started recording, you said two. I and know, then you I'm said technically four. three. Now you're up to uh, four. Yep, yep. Muppets Christmas Carol. Mmm, classic. Kids. Oh, yeah. We're, we're in a Christmas Carol mood, the wife and I. We have watched uh, multiple versions. We have another version we're going to watch that I finally got my hands on a copy of. Uh, we even listened to the uh, the podcast 
uh, Morrison Mysteries, Keith Morrison from Dateline NBC. My wife, we listened to the Dateline NBC <coughs> podcast, and we just love his narration. He actually he did two seasons called Morrison Mysteries. The first season is he read Sleepy Hollow, mm. and the second season he's reading Christmas Carol. So he reads the book. It's five episodes. He reads the book. But he also does like there's commercials and then he does cut ins or, or wraparounds just like he like it's an N- uh, Dateline NBC mis- murder mystery where he like surmises what's happened or what's to come. And then he goes into just reading the book. And so it was really good. We liked it. But, yeah, we're all about uh, Christmas Carol this year. So we watch Muppet Christmas Carol. Nice. And uh, yeah, you know, Michael Caine. They're like, it's the Muppets. You can have fun. He's like, no, I'm going to treat this as serious as anything I've ever done. Absolutely. Um, and so we, that's the one with the cameo by Jim Henson at the end, right? No, that's Muppet Family Christmas. Muppet Family Christmas. Okay. Yeah, this is just Muppet Christmas Carol. So it's it's their version of Ebenezer Scrooge's story. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so uh, solid as hell. Uh, we watched uh, Home Alone. Nice. Uh, and you then Johnny. The Walk of Fame. I saw that. Uh, Johnny and I watched cousin Johnny and I watched two movies on Sunday night together. We end up watching final summer again, which is nice. that great low budget homage to eighties horror flicks takes place in 1991. I know it doesn't get a lot of love. I think it's really great. I think it's really well done. And then um, the, the fourth movie is a new movie to me. Uh, it's called I trapped the devil. And it's a supernatural flick about this guy. And it's technically a Christmas movie. Okay. Um, essentially what happens is there's this brother and his wife. This man and his wife goes to his brother's house that used to be their mom's house. And they're clearly estranged. And he shows up. And it's Christmas time because it's a Christmas tree. And he's there for the holidays. And his brother's like, yeah, you can't stay here. You need to go. And they have like a fight. And then he's like, fine. And he's like, I trapped the devil. He doesn't say that out loud. It's just he kind of explains it. They go downstairs. It's really eerie. It's really kind of slow paced. Uh, The ending kind of comes at a rush at you. I really liked it. It's 74% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is better than the rating that uh, Rebel Moon has on Rotten Tomato right now. Um, (laughs) By 70%. Uh, Yeah, it's very much a slow burn horror flick with some supernatural elements. The ending is like, what? Um, I, I really liked it a lot. Apparently, it came out in 2019, and it just I've completely missed everything about this. But it's on uh, Shutter right now, and that's where we watched it. And I actually just heard about it a couple weeks ago. He did as well, so we watched it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I, I'd give it a good sell if you like a nice slow burn horror flick that's got a little different. Thanks. And I think that's what's key. It's it's a little different. It's not the same old same old. Okay. What were your five movies, sir? Uh, four of them were reruns, or at least yep. for me, they were reruns. Uh, we rewatched When We First Met, which is the one with Alexandra Daddario and Robbie Amell and Adam Devine, where basically, like, he's there. He, he was the best friend. Uh, he was in love with a the girl. They're getting married, Robbie Amell and Alexandra Daddario. Uh, they use a, fo- a photo booth. He gets drunk in a photo booth and uh, travels back to when they first met, redoes it gets her to fall in love with him, but then it's disastrous because basically he gets to relive that one night that they first met over again. Then he warps back to the future 
or the present and sees where his life is at. And it keeps going back and forth like that, where he keeps resetting and being like, I'll try it differently this time. It's yeah. a great movie. Um, honestly, it's better than it should be, uh, especially with Adam Devine as a uh, deep character. I remember watching it and thinking, wow, this is a lot better than it has every right to be. Exactly. Um, rewatched Last Christmas, and to be fair, I was like in and out. I was nodding in and out, but uh, that's the one with, um, oh, God, what is her name? Amelia Clark and uh, the guy who plays Snake Eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're and talking about, yeah. It's a very touching, ends up being sad, but happy Christmas tale. Um, it's a good movie. It, it's definitely a good touching Christmas movie. Uh, I introduced her to Office Christmas Party because I was like, <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. And we did the unrated version. and There's a lot of swearing in that. There's a lot of swearing in there, and it's just fun. Jason Bateman always plays a great straight guy. Oh. Um, uh, 2J Miller, movie. you know, I always liked T.J. Miller's comedy before he got canceled. Yeah. Um, but Kate McKinnon is just fucking amazing as the HR woman. It, it it was a lot of fun. It was great, uh, and we rewatched Barbie because that's oh, on nice. Max now, and that was great. And that's so, on our re- rewatch list. Here's here's something fun that we didn't realize um, when they're doing the credits in the beginning and they're t- you know like listing off the people. You know whose name we saw on there? Shuni Gatla, the new Doctor. He's huh. one of the Kens who has that mustache, but he has like bleach blonde hair. Yeah, and you won't be able to unsee it now. And every time the Kens are in a scene, you're going to be looking for him. And he fucking chews up every scene that he is in. Like he emotes, he dances like this guy has it going on. Nice. Also, apparently I've got to look this up, but one of the other Kens is, um, Chris Evans, younger brother. Okay. But again, phenomenal movie, really great messages. Loved it. Um, yeah, that's Another fun fact. We went fact. to the drive-in and saw that, and so we definitely – we're going to watch that again. Nice. Uh, another fun fact. Julian sent me a TikTok on this one. Um, the guy who's briefly in there as America Ferreira's husband, you know, they're talking about how he's using Duolingo to learn Spanish for her, and they show him very yes. briefly. That's her real-life husband, and he really was learning Spanish through Duolingo. Um, she talked about that, and the director's like, let's put him in there. So they put him in there, and then the scene at the very end of the movie when they're in the car, and he like tries speaking Spanish to Margot Robbie's character, and uh, she's correcting him. America Ferrera is like, no, it's like this, it's like this. That was really happening, like off camera, and the director's like, hold on, wait until we're recording. This is gold. Um, so I, that that was really cool. Nice. Uh, and then the last one that we watched was a was a new one to me. This was one of those I had credits on Amazon because of you know delayed shipping. I have some credits I need to use or lose. Yeah. Yeah, I had to use them by the fifteenth. I kept watching, so on the fifteenth, I was like, "Fuck it, let's do it." And I pulled the trigger on "It's a Wonderful Knife." Oh, okay. I watched that because it's on Shutter. Yep. Um, what did you think of that movie? So when it first started, I'd say like the first fifteen twenty minutes, I was like, "This is awful. This is terrible." Like, it is so cheesy. It is so dumb. By the end of it, I was like, this is a fucking solid movie. Yeah, this it's fun. Was, this was a lot of fun. It's fun. Um, it's not Happy Death Day fun. No, no. It's it's a fun flick. It is. And yeah. um, I, I liked the juxtaposition, you know, how everything changed after she left. Uh, I liked her relationship with Weirdo, 
uh, especially when everyone called her weirdo and yep. she called her weirdo. And, um, I liked the fight scene on the Gravitron. Yes, yes, that was that was good. Um, I one thing that I thought was way over the top was the fact that basically with the mayor or the guy moving in there and becoming the mayor and taking over every business, um, it increased the crack population like a thousand. Yeah. Things. Yeah. That was interesting. That, well, it was, yeah, that was okay. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. And no, I'm sorry. It, it took me a minute. The Gravitron was not that one. You're thinking of the, um, the one with Julie Bowen and Kieran Shipka when she goes back in time to the eighties to when her mom was a uh, final girl. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's that right. That's Gravitron. right. That's right. That was the Gravitron fight. Scene. No, this is the one with the angel that goes around murdering people because yes, basically, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So this was a fun one. Um, I, I definitely, I don't need to watch it again, but I'm glad that I did watch it. Uh, Joel McHale had a lot of screen time for somebody who was like third build, but yeah. Well, uh, and Justin Long's teeth, like that was ridiculous. I don't it know really what was. they did with those prosthetic teeth, but amazing. Um, I also I remember the fifth movie I watched because I watched <laughs> two parts. I have two, kind of three, actually four. I've remembered fifth. <laughs> um, I watched uh, Death Proof, the Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh wow! So you can really watch this in two parts because the first half of the movie is the introduction of Stuntman Mike and the first group of people that he stunt kills and then the second half of the movie is stuntman mike oh he finds a new group of girls and then what happens there so it's really like you can watch it in the two parts and it doesn't feel like you've missed anything so i actually watched the first part and then shut it off and then went to bed and then a few days later i watched the second part with my wife present in the room and she enjoyed the hell out of the second part and she's like but i don't think i need to watch the first part and i'm like no you really don't I mean, we they're, can. They're technically two separate movies. Well, no, what happened? No, because the the Grindhouse double feature. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're only they're like two episodes of a TV show because yeah. they're both like an hour piece, basically fifty mm-hmm. minutes. But like the Grindhouse double feature, his the, his movie Death Proof was was like ninety minutes long, and then when it got as part of the double feature, then when it got its own release on its own on home video, it's it's an it's two hours. You know? Oh, gotcha. Okay. So that's what happened there. They added in some scenes, but I don't know. It's just fun. Um, it's a good flick. If you haven't seen it, you should go watch it. I like all of Tarantino's flicks, some more than others, but so. only have one left, from what I understand. Yeah, allegedly he's just gonna do this tenth one, and that's the end of it. Yep. We'll see what happens. We shall. Although he did a novelization of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I got to say, I enjoyed the hell out of reading that. I remember you said that you really liked it. Because it was so different. It's almost like someone wrote the book, and then they made a a movie version of the book, and the book is better. (laughs) Which, usually the book is better. Yeah. But in this case, like there's elements in the movie that were very much like hyperly focused on. And that weren't in the book. And then there was elements in the book that were drawn out that were in the movie or just kind of glossed over. Like, you know, the ending of that movie, that big, uh-huh. the big massacre at the end of the movie. Uh-huh. That is just like a paragraph and a half in the book. It's just it's oh. really kind of glazed over. And the book ends ends in a different a different part of the story than the movie does. OK, it was really interesting, like the way it was done. But it's an excellent book, quite frankly. Nice. 
All right, trailers and news. Uh, Marvel's going to be doing a new Wakanda series on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Um, I don't know. It says that it's a Black Panther series, but, you know, I think it's just basically going to focus on Wakanda. I don't think that they're going <clears> to... <throat> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Roadkill. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks for that. Well, okay. Hold on a second here. You're the one who's just talking about all these different grindhouse movies that you're watching. All these different, you know, low budget, I trapped the devil. Okay. So I send you a grindhouse film trailer that literally has Danielle Harris's name at the end of it, even though I never saw her once in the trailer. And that's the thing. I never saw her once in the trailer either. And I was like, He's probably going to hate this, but he's also going to care about it because it's a friggin' it literally is a grindhouse thing though. You know, no, the, it, the girl it, it sucking on the lollipops going around killing people. It absolutely is. It abs it's a revenge flick. Vengeance rides in the open road when a young mm-hmm. woman traveling alone encounters a renegade drifter and ends up in a fight for her life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm gonna watch it when it when it comes out. Just like you're going to watch Wanted Man with Dolph Lundgren? I probably won't. I have not watched any, really, of his B-movies, because they are just not good. Yeah, I think he's reached a point where he kind of needs to stop. Yeah. Like, I don't think that he's doing good quality stuff anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, it's not. it, does, it doesn't look good. No. Uh, I sent you American Star... That actually does look good. Mm-hmm. It's Ian McShane. I love a good Ian McShane. Um, I, I do too. I do too. I am not. I'm not unhappy about that one. Um, <clears throat> sent you the news as everybody saw. Andre Brower passed away. Did you see someone shared like a, a, a clip from when he left Brooklyn 99? Like he was going to go to public relations, and he just kind of does his little speech thing. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah. I I still hold that Brooklyn Nine Nine was one of my favorite like comedy half hour comedy shows. Um I put it right up there with like Scrubs, uh How I Met Your Mother, stuff like that. But yeah, he uh he was a great actor. Uh Civil War. This looks especially after just watching um Leave the World Behind. Yeah. This was a little disturbing. It really was, but it looks solid, and yeah. um, I'm I'm looking forward to it actually. I was halfway through the trailer, and I'm like, "Huh, that reporter kind of looks like Kirsten Dunst." And then I look it down at the her. thing, and it says Kirsten Dunst movie, and I'm like, "Oh, that's her, huh?" Yep. It looked like her, but it didn't quite look like her. Uh, I sent you Kung Fu Panda Four, which is I didn't watch anything past the first one same uh this one looks interesting because they're kind of bringing back his old nemeses and yeah. uh now the chameleon is stealing all of their powers to become the ultimate enemy dun, dun, dun. we got to if. if i think it looks great if stands for imaginary friend yes uh, Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski is doing the voice of the primary if, but there's a lot of ifs out there. Um, but you got Ryan Reynolds and I assume his daughter 
Yeah, I think so as well. It's introducing her to the world of imaginary friends. It looks solid. It looks pretty decent. Yep. Miller's girl looks disturbing as fuck. Ah, uh, yeah, Martin Freeman, Jenna Ortega. Uh, it says uh, the synopsis is a creative writing assignment yields a complex result. I guess the hell. Yeah. Uh, between teacher and his talented student, like this is uh, there's uh, some American, not pie. What is that? American Beauty. American Beauty mixed American. with a little Lolita. Yeah. Of age, I believe. But. Yes, she's supposed to be of age. It looks, or at least Jenna Ortega is of age. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fifteen different scenes of her uh, smoking a cigarette to show that she's like twisted and dark. Uh, yeah, it it looks very disturbing. I don't know if I'm going to watch that one. And not disturbing is in like a horror movie. I'll sit here and watch horror movies, but this one just looks like yeah. bothersome. Yes, yes, it does. Uh. Beverly Hills Cop Axel F trailer for Netflix. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. Mm. Is it gonna live up to the hype of the last like multiple years of the the build of this movie coming out? Probably not. Um, no, I feel like this movie they were gonna put it out to recapture the excitement for people of the '80s who were like, "Oh, we really liked this stuff back in the day." Um, but honestly, who's asking for this? Like, yeah, Eddie Murphy's had a few movies now. He's kind of making a comeback. But, yeah, I don't know. I will say, though, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character looks like he could be Judge Reinhold's kid. Dang. Yes, 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 yes. He's got the same I, kind of facial structure. and uh, I mean, we do have... Uh, Judge, yeah. We do have them in there. Judd Nelson's character. Uh, or yeah. Judge Reinhold's character. Sorry, not Judd Nelson. Judge Reinhold's character. Uh, we have him reprising his role along with his partner. But JGL looks like he could be his kid. I don't know if that's the, the route that they're going. but Right. Yeah. Uh, we're getting a third and final season of Good Omens. I'm so. happy with that. I am too. Third season, and you know what? I'm glad they're not going to drag the story out longer than it needs to be. Especially when they say it's a final season, so they're basically yeah. telling you we know, so we're going into it like that. Uh, Lost Boys being turned into a musical. Okay. Could be interesting. Could be good. Could be terrible. <laughs> the music in the Lost Boys soundtrack had it was a good soundtrack from what it I remember. Was a good yeah, soundtrack. so. Uh, Rebel Moon Rotten Tomatoes gave it four percent. Yeah, it's not and, good. Well, oh, sorry, it's up to nine percent now. There's um, there's people out there who are like, you've got to let the uh, the fans decide because you know they they quoted all these other fan based movies where it was like the critics gave it a low rating but the fans gave it a high rating. It's still Zack Snyder doing his Star Wars. Every review had the same things. They were saying that the characters were boring that the sets were overdone that there was too much like uh pontificating and sitting there exposition dumb uh i don't know it, it looks to me like a ripoff i have a very much love-hate relationship with Zack snyder mostly in the hate part so yep. will i check it out mm, i might i, I think it's kind of like uh batman vs superman with you and i where we kind of had to sit down and watch it can't talk about it if we don't watch it. Exactly. So, 
we can pontificate, but we can't give. You know, if we're gonna give it a, our, our our opinion, opinion, then we need to. Yep. Watch it. Yep. What'd you think of the trailer for the American Society of Magical Negroes? So based on the title, that was not what I expected. <laughs> no. uh, and after watching the trailer, I was almost like, oh, I actually really want to check this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks really decent. Uh, I thought it was interesting that the uh, the main character there also played the sorcerer in the Dungeons and Dragons movie. So he's really got his magical bags packed. Yep. Yeah. Wasn't he on um... Detective Pikachu? No. What's it called? Oh my god, the not oh my god. The one with Mandy Moore and the kids. This is us? This is us. God, wasn't he wasn't he one of the young Randalls on This Is Us? Maybe, Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Might have been thinking of Either way, it looks like a decent movie. I'll check it out. Yes, that does look like a decent flick. Again, a lot different than what I expect it to be. Um, origin. I don't. I. I don't even know what I watched after I watched the trailer. I don't know what I watched either. It really kind of bothered me. Um, and the only reason that I actually sent it was because it kept showing up on my page over and over again. It was like, oh, origin trailer, oh, origin trailer. And I saw that John Barenthal was in one of the screenshots. I was like, yes. okay. And I still did not like it at all. Grappling with tremendous personal tragedy, writer Isabel Wilkerson sets on her path of global investigation, discovery, as she writes, Castle, the origins of our discontent. So this is a bio, bio, biographical drama about Isabel Wilkinson, who was born in 1961 and is alive still, mm-hmm. uh, about a book she wrote. So, yeah. Yeah, I really wasn't sure what it was about it. Apparently, John Bernthal plays her husband. Mm. Okay. Uh, we might be getting a spinoff based around the Uncle Fester character from the Wednesday series. I don't think we saw enough of him in the series for me to make him have an opinion about that one no, way or the other. Fred Armisen, I thought, did a good job of him. But, yeah, he was not really fleshed out. So let's see if he's based on like the Christopher Lloyd classic, you know, Uncle Fester. And I say classic yeah. knowing that, you know, there was an actual TV series before this. But, you know, if he's based on that, I could see it potentially. Could be fun. Uh, the Kitchen is a movie on Netflix. Takes place in a, uh, as it says here, dystopian future London where all social housing has been eliminated. And these people fight to navigate the world as residents of the kitchen, a community that refuses to abandon their home. Mm-hmm. If, if social housing has been eliminated, where do people live? Um. Well, if it's anything like right now, then there's a few houses out there where... Like, what do they mean by social housing? Are they talking like know. homeless shelters? Are they no. talking flop houses? And it just says social housing, so I have no idea what it's about. Yeah, because that could mean a number of different things. It could mean apartment buildings. But I would think social housing would probably be like a homeless shelter or a flop house or a halfway house or, you know, something like that. <clears throat> Castaways. The Castaways. 
Yeah, I don't know, dude. A uh, woman's supposed to get on a flight with her sister. Her sister misses the flight. Their plane disappears. Clearly, we can see in the trailer, they're still around because it's Paramount Plus TV series because they're on uh, they're on this island somewhere and her sister's trying to find her. But it's definitely not lost. Definitely not lost. Nope. <laughs> definitely, until definitely not until lost. it is lost. Jonathan Majors dropped by Marvel Studios. We all knew that was going to come and happen. I mean, that happened. It wasn't even, I don't think it was even 12 hours after they, you know, the jury came back with the verdict. And he got a he, he got, he was guilty on two of the four counts. Yeah. Um, but one of them was assault. One of them was harassment. So yeah. as soon, like it wasn't even 24 hours, probably not even 12 hours. And Marvel was like, yeah, we're done. Um, Again, like you said, not shocking, not surprising. They have already kind of been heading in that direction recently with they kind of played down Kang. So, yes, you know, if you look at um, Loki, you know, the the tail end of Loki, they kind of played it off saying, oh, uh, you know, we found one of them turned up in that. Uh, adjacent, you know, basically referencing Quantumania, but we've been squashing all of his, you know, uh, what were they called? Variants. Yes. So, yeah. And allegedly uh, the Kang Dynasty is now just being called Avengers 5. So, we'll see what happens. And uh, last but not least, you gave us a teaser trailer to Spaceman with Adam Sandler, and no clue what it's about. Tells us absolutely nothing, Uh, and it's supposedly a drama with Adam Sandler. So this synopsis, I looked it up, because the trailer literally shows us nothing. It shows us Adam Sandler in a spacesuit walking through like a jungle-type area, Mm -hmm. and and we hear like a voiceover. That's not Adam Sandler's voice. Yeah. It says here, an astronaut is sent to the edge of the galaxy to collect mysterious ancient dust, finds his earthly life falling to pieces. He turns to the only voice who can help him try to put it back together. It just so happens to belong to a creature from the beginning of time lurking in the shadows of his ship. Okay. Whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Well. I'm sure that we'll get a full-on trailer at some point soon. But until then, okay. I think that's all that I got this week. That is all I have that this week. I know that I think it's within a day or two. I think it's tomorrow. The uh, new Percy Jackson series comes out on Disney+. Plus. I'm going to be checking that out. I may or may not. Um, I definitely, again, cannot emphasize enough that you should watch School Spirits. Well, if I have electricity again, maybe I will. <laughs> You've got two weeks. I'm sure that you'll have electricity back within the next week and a half. Yeah, I hope so. Jeez, I hope it's back tonight. Yeah. You've got to replace a lot of stuff. Your wife's a baker. Yeah, I know. That's kind of the biggest kick in the balls because... Yeah. And it's Christmas time, so everybody's going to be going to the store to replace well, all of Today's supposed to be a baking day for her. Ugh. And she hasn't been able to. So we'll see what happens. But anyhow. All right, cool. Well, I'm on social medias. I'm Superstar ML. 
Quantum Keep G33K. That's the show again, like John said. We're not going to be having episodes the next two weeks because it's Christmas Day and Christmas New Year's, uh, New Year's Day. Day. So we'll actually see you in three weeks. That our next show will be out in three weeks. Excellent. And yeah. uh, we'll see you then. Thank you.